It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hi and welcome to the podcast which knows what's happening in the SO postcode. It's the So So Show with Visit Southampton. Soak up summer in Southampton. She's Zoe Hansen. And he is Simon Clark. Now this week, we get our skates on. We have people actually being able to drop into the skate ramp, having never been on a skateboard before. And something truly wonderful is happening at John Lewis. When you get that sort of reaction from a customer saying, I now feel confident enough to walk around a department store without people staring at me, that's a hell of a day, really. This week, there has been a weird theme in my life. And it was Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> That's very weird. I, tell you, I know, right? It's, it's very, very strange. But Henry VIII has featured quite prominently on Saturday... Tudor House were having their open day. It's their summer fair. This is to celebrate them being open as a museum for 111 years. Wow. So it's been open for 111 years. Have you ever been there, Simon? No. Right. (laughs) So it's been open for all that time. You've never been there. That's You must go and have a look around there. It is absolutely stunning. The cafe is great. They put on all sorts of different bits and bobs for the kids. The kids got involved in archery and they loved like having a look around at the history and stuff. And actually, because my daughter and her mate were in year five, they've talked about the Tudors this year. So they were all really interested in it. But it did make me laugh. Everyone from Southampton or the surrounding areas, has been to Tudor House on a school trip at some point. This is why I haven't been in the 111 <laughs> years, because I didn't go to school in the city. I did ask, OK, who's been on a school trip and what did you do and what did you learn? Right, so everyone knows about the ghost in the main room. Of course there's a ghost. There's always got to be a ghost Absolutely. in the museum. Lois said that there was a finger found underneath the cafe. When they were building the cafe, they found somebody's finger there. And then this one made me laugh. Jackie said, I went and made bread and then learned to plat it. And Alice said, I went along on a school trip and made toothpaste out of herbs. Interesting. And it makes me go, in the beginning. But then actually, I think all toothpaste is mint. Exactly. So of course it's made out of herbs. So yes, Tudor House on Saturday, put it on your list. You can go in in the rain. (laughs) Which is handy. And then duck out on those two seconds of of sunshine. You can go out and see all of the beautiful gardens outside. So the second part where Henry VIII was theming in your um, life, was that anything to do with his wives? It could have been. I'll tell you in a moment. Okay. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Our first guest this week is Seb Levings, who's manager of John Lewis Southampton. If you haven't been for a while, there's a lot happening. There's some interesting stuff going on uh, behind the scenes. We've just opened something I never thought we'd do, which is uh, a service selling wigs. So uh, we've got partners, there are employees, we call them partners, came up with the idea. They had a friend who had lost their hair through cancer treatment wanted us to 
give that service. And we've just opened it last week and had our first customers. Very emotional, very touching. uh, And everyone's talking about it here. It is incredible. I know that we went and had a look at it earlier. And, um, you know, it's like a sort of private salon, beautifully done. And I think it's it's sending shivers down my spine thinking about it right now. But um, what an incredible idea to come up with. Yeah, we were really keen that it wouldn't be in the back and beyond of the building. So you didn't feel like you were being sent somewhere. But we wanted it to be close enough uh, to the women's wear floor, but private. And it's all come from uh, our employees' idea. We had a Dragon's Den style night where people could come up with ideas of things they wanted us to do. Uh, And that was five years ago in Exeter. And this is the second time we've opened it post-COVID. And, um, you know, our our first customers had um, very little confidence, as you can imagine. Uh, A woman losing her hair through either alopecia or cancer treatment, not even with the confidence to look in the mirror. And our partners who are used to doing bra fitting for people who've had mastectomies etc just getting them back in the zone feeling good about themselves and able to look in the mirror with a new wig and when you get that sort of reaction from a customer saying I now feel confident enough to walk around a department store without people staring at me that's a hell of a day really it's a bit more exciting than selling curtains and Tupperware as I said to you earlier (laughs) I think John Lewis is about going the extra mile. It it is about that service. You know, you've got the beauty society. You have um, the styling, the personal styling that I've been along to. (laughs) I sent a friend along to the personal styling and I said, they'll choose stuff that you've never tried on before and I bet you'll like it. She came out of there and she said, mate, I bought the lot. (laughs) So it is, it's about going that extra mile. Now, you've got a new role. You're not only branch manager of John Lewis in West Quay. What's your new role as well? So I'm uh, uh, one of the board members now on Visit Southampton. It's a voluntary role. It's not um, extra money for me. I'm not not doing a sideline. But now that I'm uh, a resident in the area, it's bringing something back to Southampton and this uh, fabulous group of people try, not trying to replace uh, what happens with local government but, uh, but the icing on top really what more can we do in terms of marketing promotion attracting uh, investment to the area and making it a better place to shop and spend your leisure time and we do a pretty good job I think in Southampton you know I think when I moved here a long time ago people would say there's nothing going on in Southampton well, and, and look the so-so show has always been that positive beacon for the city saying look at the amount of stuff that's happening um, there's always something going on in John Lewis like we said there's always something going on in West Quay what's your favourite bits of Southampton? Well West Quay is obviously exciting because it's it's good I've worked in a lot of shopping centres and they're not all as shiny and new and uh, vibrant as West Quay. The bit I'm more most interested in what it could be is the, the, the gap between the cruise ships coming in and them finding the city of Southampton because they come out of these big shiny ships and they're greeted with a big busy road uh, and they don't know where to go and as we all know those of us who live in uh, and and love areas of Southampton there's plenty to offer but we're not making it easy for them so that'd be one of the things I hope to influence. I like it I'm quite happy to be a tour guide and have a little umbrella actually I've done it before when I've dropped my car off at the garage and I've spotted people coming off the cruise ships and said you need to go that way then left there you go (laughs) just keep walking forwards away from the water. (laughs) Yeah well they come off and they they, the boats and they they want to come and yeah, and some of them want to see the football stadium. Some of them have heard about the Titanic exhibition. Some of them want to shop. 
Some of them are interested in the history of the walls, but in terms of making it easy for them, which is what retailers are always trying to do inside their shop, we don't always do the best job of that. I mean, your podcast definitely helps, but sometimes if someone's here for a day and they've never been here before, how easy do we make it for them? I think he's got his head screwed on in terms of that gateway from the cruise ships into the city centre. Mm-hmm. Why has no one thought about that before? I know, I know. We need like a sort of flower arch or something. Maybe, look, the, the trend is balloon art, right? Maybe we could have a balloon art all the way up past Ikea from the cruise ship up to John Lewis. I'd say ski lift, but how's that going to work with your bags? Because you can't like have those on it with you. But the other thing is that there aren't that many retailers who would see a niche thing like wigs mm-hmm. and be willing to invest money in setting something up like that. It's which brilliant, is one it? of the things I love about John Lewis as a company. But what is beautiful is that it came from one of the partners, one of the staff there. It's their idea and they've gone, yes, absolutely, let's do that. They really listen to their staff. And what an impact it's made on the people who've used it so far. The So So Show. The second bit of Henry VIII from this week was... On Friday, I can't even believe that we managed to get these. We went to see Six at the Mayflower Theatre and it was just awesome. Honestly, it is my favourite show. It was completely sold out. Not one single seat. It was absolutely stacked out. Um, It's coming again next year. It's about the six wives of Henry VIII. Divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. (laughs) That's not their names. It shouldn't work. It just shouldn't work. It's an hour and 20 minutes. It's basically them just singing. They've got the band on stage, which are just brilliant as well. But there's no set change or anything like that. There's no Henry in it. It should not work. But it is the most beautiful, stunning show you will ever see. So it's like a historical rock concert. Yes, it is like a gig. So how do they tell the story then? Obviously there's music to set certain scenes, but is there a narrator for it? No, there's nothing at all. It's just the six wives singing about their lives with Henry VIII and it's funny and it's moving. The vocals are just mind-blowing it is an incredible show it's beautiful i would imagine when they finish each performance the energy levels and the buzz that the cast and the band must have would be off the chart (laughs) and like i said we on saturday we went to tudor house and my daughter who's 10 she got dressed up in the tudor regalia um like because there's like a dress-up thing and then started singing the songs from six. Now, there are some quite, quite near-the-knuckle connotations, shall we say. And every time I hear her sing it, I think, I know you don't understand, but you really shouldn't sing that at school, just so you know. <laughs> and then, would you believe, on Sunday, we sat, down, we sat down on the sofa and we were just flicking through the telly, and there was a documentary on the Tower of London and it was all about how Anne Boleyn had come down the Thames on a barge, gone in Traitor's Gate and then he chopped her head off. Like, she knew it was coming. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently he was quite nice to Anne Boleyn 
he had her head cut off with a sword so that she wouldn't have to have it done twice with an axe. Nice. That's so love, isn't it? there you it? go. Yeah, she got away with that, didn't she? So now you need to go to Cowshot Castle because uh, King Henry VIII built that, didn't he? Exactly right. Exactly right. No, but we've had enough of him now. Okay, all right. right. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Something is coming to Southampton which, if you're a skater is a big deal. Barber and committee member for Skate Southampton, Jimmy D, is here to tell us more about the annual Slammer. We're drawing crowds from all over the country. And how many people do you get down there that can do this stuff? (laughs) Yeah, so we usually draw crowds that come into the event anywhere between sort of one and 300 people. We also get a lot of spectators because obviously everyone wants to see what's going on. And we also get a lot of people popping in and out who are bringing kids. And, and stuff like that into our learners area where we offer skate lessons. And that is just brilliant, isn't it? Because, mm. you know, you, you turn up to these events and you see these people doing amazing tricks and you go, oh, right, OK, so that takes 20 years to do that trick. <laughs> OK, I'm never going to be able to do that. But you run these skate lessons and you and the other guys that get involved in this that teach kids and adults, how to skateboard. I think you've got the patience of a saint in the first place. Mm -hmm. But also, what a brilliant thing to do because as soon as they've got that little bit of confidence and they know how to use the board, they feel so much better about it. Well, exactly. And it's not just uh, learning how to sort of stand up on the board or ride on the board. We've got guys that are CRB checked and they're qualified skate instructors through Skateboard GB. And they also run their own sort of courses through Dropping the Skate School and New Forest Skate Hub. And those instructors come down and they teach everyone from kids to adults how to ride on the board, um, how to balance on the board. And we even have our own um, skate ramps and we have like people actually being able to drop into the skate ramp, having wow. never been on a skateboard before. Amazing! And this takes over Guildhall Square, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And it's even bigger this year because this is the first year that we've actually um, incorporated roller skating and inline skating into the Slammer. Amazing. Um, it's something that we didn't do in the past. It was purely a skateboarding event, but we're trying to kind of be as inclusive as possible and we want everyone to enjoy the Slammer. So we're starting to expand the the wheels that can come down, you know, yeah, to yeah. inline skaters, roller skaters, and anything like that in between. And how long have you been skating, Jimmy? A while. Since <laughs> I was about um, 13, maybe. So okay. at least at least 10 years. I always <laughs> just hats off to the people that commute on a skateboard. I don't quite know how they do it, but do you know what I mean? Like those people that turn up at an office on a skateboard and I think... That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to have a, a guy that I worked with um, in an office who used to come in on a longboard right. um, and commute on a longboard, but he also had a paddle. So he didn't actually push with his feet. He used this paddle with a bit of rubber on the end to like, oh. paddle his way through Southampton City Centre. That's nuts, is isn't it? <laughs> actually, we need all of these people because I love seeing them around yeah. and about. And how's things going <laughs> at Ironbourne? Because you're a barber, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, so I own Ironbourne barbershop we're based in Millbrook opposite Millbrook Towers but yeah it's going really well we're slowly expanding and yeah yeah it's getting busier and busier and we're doing more and more exciting things so so it's going really really well perfect so when is the slammer so the slammer is on the 9th of September
September and it runs from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. We've got the skate lessons, we've got the actual skate slammer, we've got a quieter area for people that don't want to be too sort of want to be in the hectic area in the, uh, mm-hmm. the slammer and we've also got the inline and roller skate section and we've got mini challenges going on all day and we've got loads of local businesses that are providing prizes for these mini competitions that are going to be happening throughout the day in all of the areas so everyone gets a chance to kind of be involved in it so are you going to get down there then of course try and start a train i mean yeah <laughs> I've got to do a skateboard thing first, right? I've got to ride a skateboard first. Is your first. Lemon still boarding? Because she went through a period of, of boarding quite a bit. Yeah, she? she was, she was. And I think that, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, there was a kite that was flown for two weeks and now it's been put in a cupboard. It's never coming back out again. And actually, what a brilliant thing to look forward to because hopefully in September, the sunshine will be out. At the moment, summer holidays, it's just a bit of a pain, isn't it? Because it's raining, because you can't tell what the weather's going to do. So I want to tell you about a place to go down in West Quay that will entertain you. We spent about an hour and a half there and it's a shop called Lush. You (laughs) may have been in there before, but we went in there and we met this lovely lady called Lissy and... She ran us through all of the spa products and we had them all on our hands and we had face packs and we did lip scrubs and all sorts of stuff. There's so much going on in there and the staff are just so lovely and they'll let you try different bits and bobs and smell everything and yeah, you'll come out of there smelling like you've had 15 washes in a day. (laughs) With your nostrils spinning. It's beautiful. So so go down to Lush and then go into Lego next door as well because they've always got some sort of treasure hunt. You've got to find Lego pieces. I think it's Ninjago at the moment. But you go in there, you find all the Lego pieces and then you get a free little Lego man. That's very much part of your school holidays, isn't it? A trip to Lego. Absolutely. Do the treasure hunt. Come away with a Lego figurine. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else is on the list now? Bubbleology. Oh, and how's that going? I mean, that is good. But I can tell you, if you're going to Bubbleology, if you're going to have a bubble tea, go for the fruit tea. Do not go for the milk tea. I tried one the other day. Nah, it's not as good. No? Nowhere near. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Soak up summer in Southampton. So I know that this one was last week, But actually, I just want to tell you about this place again, because they're so good. And actually, this is the place to go. If you've got the kids and it's wet weather, they've got so much to do down there. There's sort of PlayStation, Xbox, all of the rest of it, and really old school games. And it is Pie Carumba. Pie Carumba on Carlton Place is just brilliant. And your kids will love it. And they will happily sit there and eat pie and play all of the games and look around and the toilets are amazing. And it's all Star Wars and all of this. Last week, they had Christmas in July, where if anybody turns up with a Christmas jumper on, they get a free pie. And it went brilliantly again. I hope this it was is... a festive pie as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They really go for it. Turkey like they've and got stuffing me up, baby. Christmas trees up. They've got all the decks out, tinsel everywhere. Yeah, that's a place to go. Pie Carumba. Circus Zaire is at Hoglands Park from the 9th to the 13th of August. And don't forget Westkey Rollerland. It goes from 
the 14th of August until the 3rd of September. On Friday and Saturday evenings, you've got a silent disco down there, and so you can choose which tunes you listen to. That is a godsend for anyone who can just about skate but has zero coordination on the dance floor. Yeah, exactly. And they're doing some, like, learn-to-skate sessions as well. So earlier on in the day, that's when they do the the sort of quieter learn-to-skate, get-your-confidence sessions. How many sessions have you booked? Uh, 15. (laughs) If you're not already following our socials, make sure you do and activate your notifications because there's always something good to win, including, at the moment, tea for free. Well, a bit more than tea for free. I mean, yeah, you can't call this tea. I mean, this is a stunning meal. At Beefy's Restaurant at the Hilton at the Aegeus Bowl, this restaurant is beautiful. It's named after Ian Botham, of course, because it's at the cricket ground. And it is a meal for two and your first round of drinks as well, up to nine. Pounds. So jump on our Instagram for that one, uh, for Beefy's Restaurant. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon, and thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show.